Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the UFDA podcast. We're on season three, episode 16. Today, we're talking all things uh, more in the exercise fitness side of things. Once again, your hosts are both here. I'm Jordan Rudolph. And I'm Emily O'Connor. We're happy as ever to be back with you for another week. Uh, we've done an episode before on, I don't know, maybe I'm lying to you guys. Did we do one on, on training versus programs versus uh, workouts? Or is that on our old podcast? Oh. Is that back on the Facebook I feel like one? We've, I feel like we touched on something because I know we've touched on like intentionality behind movement. So I feel like we might have roped it into something of that So nature. let's let's pretend that Em and I have done so many podcast episodes that we can't remember all of them. And there was one that we did where we said, you shouldn't just be randomly working out. You should be on a training program that has structure and an end goal in mind. And now we're going to take that a next step further. And we're going to talk about movement versus exercise. Correct. We're going to take that intentionality piece that M was just referring to about having a structured program with a specific goal and a specific end in mind, not just randomly working out and just doing workouts just for the hell of it. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take that same intentionality, peel it back one more layer, go down another half mile deep, and we're going to talk about movement as in the way that you move and how you are moving and the way you should be moving and want to move and then the intention behind that movement Mm -hmm. versus just completing an exercise for a task and saying that I did that today. Correct. I think the distinction comes in in the word that I used earlier is that intentionality, right? Like, are we just moving around and like moving the body, getting steps in, right? And there's health benefits to all of those versus the exercise side where it's, hey, I am following this program for this goal. Like, this is why I am doing a squat instead of, oh, I'm just standing up out of a chair. Right. So those two things, while the pattern itself is similar, there's a different intentionality behind that in we need to have that intentionality and that exercise in order to achieve the goal versus standing up, sitting down from a chair, walking, etc. can just kind of fall into that like general movement or health standpoint. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things then where we think about there's stuff that we take for granted, stuff that we feel like we don't need to think about and, and we don't we've said this before in the podcast, we don't guys want you we we don't got we don't want our people, our listeners, our clients, uh, people that we talk to to walk around thinking like every movement that they make has to be precise and mechanical and technical in that realm. Like that's mm-hmm. not what you should be living like. But what we're also discussing here in the intentionality piece is there's a reason why our body is designed to move in certain ways. We almost, we almost get into habits of, of moving into our own patterns, like unique patterns. And a lot of those are learned through poor movement patterns that then create new movement patterns that aren't efficient or safe for the body long term. Death mm-hmm. by a thousand cuts, XYZ. So when we talk about movement versus exercise and the intentionality, when we, as, pro, as fitness professionals and how we program and prescribe uh, 
programs, uh, fitness programs, exercise programs. We do them through movement patterns, and we want to check boxes of these movement patterns, and then also make sure that your body is physically, through joint and muscle function, moving through those appropriately. Mm-hmm. So every time that there's something in a program, there's intention behind why we prescribe it or program it as well. For sure. For sure. And that's where the piece comes in in it's not just a random thing, mm-hmm. right? And kind of tying back, it's the, like you said, next layer down of it's not just a program. Okay, it's not just a squat either. How are we holding a weight? How, what are our hips doing? What are our knees doing? Are our heels elevated? How do we need to perform that in order to reach the overall goal that we're looking to achieve, right? If you're not going to compete in powerlifting, perhaps a barbell back squat is not the best squat for you to do. And it probably isn't. But if you're just looking to stay healthy, stay strong, move, play with your grandkids, like we can do a lot of work with a goblet squat, a ton, for a lot of years, as long as we're willing to kind of get uncomfortable and go up and wait and maybe try some tempo, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to do the thing that is technically most challenging to be able to do that. Yeah, so as a from a fitness professional side and how we program and prescribe, we're looking at it from ways how do we get this person moving more efficiently to help them out more in long term and towards their goals. Mm-hmm. Pain free, physical freedom, uh stronger, more resilient and longevity, right? Those are usually the big things we're working on. From your side of things, we're not just coming into the gym to do another squat mm-hmm. we're not just coming into the gym i hate deadlifts but i have deadlifts today so i'm not gonna i'm just gonna get them out right away but we're actually teaching you from a movement standpoint to how to engage your glutes and hamstrings appropriately and posterior weight shift to get your posterior chain balanced out so you're not so front side dominant human being that you can then someday pick up the laundry and not have to worry about it or pick up a bag of mulch or a bag of salt and you can hinge appropriately to do this or the pencil that falls on the floor that seems to get people. Um, even if it's 100 pounds that you're picking up and a pencil is one ounce, like there's still strength within that and there's intention behind that. So the movement versus exercise is you're having intention of why this is in my program and why I'm doing this and how I want to complete, uh, fulfill this and complete this, not just to say I want to check this off my box and get through the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, there's intention behind that. I mean, what we're ultimately talking about is that's what movement is. Mm-hmm. And that's why we coach movement first here. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I think. You don't coach exercise. Right. Well, I think that's the big kind of thing is that it does translate into everyday world, right? You're not sitting supported, back supported, all the things on more of a traditional, like even a machine, which can be a useful tool. But we are doing movements that you will see in everyday life. Probably the easiest example is a farmer carry. Yeah. Right? We're always, as humans, we are walking with things in our hand all the time. And usually they're bulky, weird objects. It's not usually a kettlebell. But if we carry a kettlebell or a dumbbell in the gym, that can be more, trans- more easily translated to outside, especially when in the gym is heavier weight than we're used to carrying outside because there are less variables here. We can make sure that we can perform it safely. We are very intentional behind the movement as we go. 
that intention it just has to be there from as the listener side you and from our side as the coach writing it in your program we can write as good of things as possible but if they're just haphazardly done or not followed with the utmost intention behind some of them they can lose 50 percent of their value that they look like on paper yeah for sure and i like what you said about the variables part a little bit more controlled environment teach you how to do it the right way and then prepare for the unprepared right um and how we can go through that through everyday life another example i was thinking about when you were talking about that m is like let's say uh somebody comes in with shoulder pain or we see somebody with shoulder pain which we've done a lot and they start with us and they've been in shoulder pain and they've come from another gym or they've come from doing something uh from exercise wise and all they want to do is do push-ups and bench press and shoulder press overhead press pull-ups all this other stuff because that's what their mentality was they had to do these things to get a stronger shoulder do these things to get stronger do these things to look better do these things to lose weight whatever it was but we look at it as yeah you're not like a shoulder press or a, a bench press shouldn't cause pain so we're looking at it from a movement side of things what's not happening that's making your shoulder hurt or mm-hmm. what happened to make your shoulder hurt so we look to restore and have the intention behind these weird exercises if you will weird movements if you will to help restore function of that shoulder so that you can move appropriately so then you can start doing all of that stuff mm-hmm. without pain mm-hmm. like i can tell you like i have I, I i one of our longest members here at unity came from another gym with shoulder pain and we started her with floor press and we just worked on scapular stuff she's here with us still today because we got her out of the shoulder pain mm-hmm. like and that that's all she had when they had the previous gym we have one of our newer clients that's starting with us that had an impingement on her shoulder recently and we're working on getting it out of there she went to the PT, talked to her PT friends the other day, um, just after starting with us, and they said, hey, uh, XYZ shoulder stuff, I still have that impingement, do I need to do anything else? And they said, oh, just work on scapular stability, retraction, protract, all these things. And she's like, oh, that's exactly what my coach just said. And they're like, oh, yeah, just go there, you don't need us. Like a yeah. physical therapist, like, yeah, you don't need more of us, just go do it exactly what they, what they told you to do. Yeah. Well, so it's the power in the movement. Exactly. Right? And like, intention behind mm-hmm. why we're doing this. Right. And I think that the why is key because a lot of those exercises, you know, you said weird and there's a running joke that like we're no shortage of words and acronyms and letters in our naming of exercises here at Unity. We don't shy away from it anymore, folks. <laughs> Full, we're coming at you. Fully, fully in. But there's a reason behind why we have you holding a resistance band and a kettlebell and turning this way as such like whatever the exercise might be there is a reason behind every weird quote-unquote thing that you are doing within this because it probably boils down to what jordan was talking about that joint level of what isn't working appropriately or what stress is a joint taking on that it shouldn't be in order to execute what looks visually like to use your push-up example might look visually like a push-up but that death by a thousand cuts over time like if the scap isn't moving if the shoulder isn't moving correctly if the scap's not involved it trickles down into the elbows like it can go up it can go down over time it's going to present in some way and we have to relearn repattern 
get out of those, like we talked about in the very, I think it was like the first thing you said in this episode, poor patterns and poor habits to relearn them. And that's the challenging part, but the part that also requires the most intention. Em, you just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, you're, you're, you're labeling things that are hard to do, mm-hmm. especially when we're in our old patterns or our, 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 our um, creative pattern. Mm-hmm. And because we're teaching you the correct pattern in our body, our brain, motor control-wise, the way the brain wants us to move is the way that we've learned how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I always come back to the easiest example is the golf swing. Like, we learned how to swing a club like this, but that was correct, so you have to learn how to do it this way. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to say what you just said right there. Like, that's why you have to be intentional about everything to it. You just can't go into play. You just mm-hmm. can't go into task mode. You have to be intentional. You have to have that awareness. And I think it starts with that. And I think it starts with, we probably do it so well here because we, we just naturally do this. We start with why. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's just squat because I'm supposed to squat because it's a hard leg exercise. Maybe, yeah. but we could say, like, we're squatting because and mm-hmm. we know why. Yeah. Right? Or maybe you don't have to, right? Like, or maybe you don't have to. I would to. say, like, in the large majority of our programs, single leg movements are exceptionally prevalent, right? We live in a single leg world. But if we're experiencing discomfort in those, we have taken out, and I'm thinking of a very real specific example, taken out for a period of time single leg movements. Like, hey, we need to pattern this with two legs before we get you back into a single leg as a result of pain, as a result of instability, whatever it might be, right? Like there are situations where the best, most challenging exercise is not appropriate and we have to pivot and we have to do something else and that's okay too as long as the something else is then executed appropriately to get us back to where we want to go so from your standpoint of movement versus exercise as the listener the movement is why you're doing this it's not just plugged in if you're a bodybuilder and you have a shoulder day and you're doing three different types of lat raises you're doing three different types of last lat raises because you have a post medium uh, anterior delt that you're getting all those things going and you have a left and right side mm-hmm. so you have to know why you're doing it. it makes it easier for the person that's doing a bodybuilding program to follow through power lifter back squats oh I'm tested on this I have to do back squat yeah like those things are there when you're when your goal is to be uh, more functional more independent have longevity be pain-free for life there's this is where the weird stuff really comes into play because you it's hard for you to relate it until all of a sudden you're out in the world doing something and you realize, wow, I didn't, I didn't know I could carry that kayak over my head mm-hmm. for 300 yards from my car. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I could hike that far with not having, having hiked. I just worked out with you guys for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's where these things come into play. And that's yeah. why we do these things. They all have a goal. Um, and as, as fitness professionals, we're making sure that nothing's left unturned as why everything's in a program and what it should accomplish for you. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes that moment sometimes to realize it. So yeah. I think I would encourage you kind of in your own workout standpoint, assuming you are one of those people training for a longevity type of goal, right? It doesn't have to be forever down the line, but it's not a powerlifting meet or it's not something more tangible. Recognize and <clears throat> be grateful for and write down and appreciate those moments because those are like 
your one rep max PR lift at your powerlifting meet day, right? Like the day that you can walk up all the stairs at the baseball game and not think twice about it, right? Like those are the moments where you're like, oh, that's cool. Like I couldn't have done that before. Yep. And really, right, like remember those things because that is what will help you. Again, I'm sure if you're a member here, you relate to this. Do an exercise that you're like, why am I doing this? Like, what is this for? How is this helping? Right? Until, again, we can explain it. But also sometimes you need to feel it and need to see it too. Well, uh, we make this joke a lot of times here at Unity. Um, I know I do, and I think I've heard you say it too. Is it's easy, it's easy for us to, to think of a sport and see it on TV and, and understand mm-hmm. that if we see them working out in a gym and they do something that looks like that, we can understand like, oh, they're training for baseball, they're training for basketball, whatever. Uh, it's, it's hard for you to see what the sport of life would look like if it's on ESPN or some channel, some sports channel, right? Mm-hmm. So the sport you forgot to train for is the sport of life. And the sport of life is what we specialize in here and, what we, and how we coach things and how we coach movement at Unity. We also coach sports as well, um, but the sport of life is the one that you have to think of with your movement stuff. If you're not training for a specific thing or with a specific deadline, mm-hmm. that's where the sport of life can play a little bit. Yeah, and I think again, those ones are just part of it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, do you have anything else to add? I think that about sums it up for our kind of an abrupt conclusion, but I yeah. think that's a that's an end point. I I agree. I agree. Fabulous. Hopefully you took something from this episode, if nothing else, recognizing kind of those wins that you're having throughout uh, your movement and bringing a little bit more intention into that movement while you're in the gym. But we thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the UFDA podcast. As always, share this episode with someone who you think might benefit from it. Leave us a rating, a review, subscribe, download all the things that help us to grow organically and reach more people to deliver more surprisingly fresh takes. And we will catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you.